Welcome back to Slay the Stars in episode 36. Last time we did some shopping. It was a good time with lots of insight into exactly what Annenfell is, this very futuristic, at least to Zem and Shar place. Uh, Zem bought some paper. Shar had his mind blown in a doctor's office. It was fun. We closed the episode with Zem and Shar in separate rooms at the White Dove Inn. Zem stays up journaling, messaging Rafe, a little restless, when she hears someone attempting to enter Shar's room next door. And that is where we are picking up today. But first, uh, our patron Jasper asked me if I would grant you both inspiration for this episode. And I said yes. Because I'm going to (laughs) die. So... Uh, you each have one inspiration point you can use to re-roll any D20 during this session. Thanks, Jasper. Thank you, Jasper. I don't know what magic you possess, but thank you for being benevolent with it. <laughs> so. It's fine. Shar, you're sleeping. No, I'm not. I'm dead. <laughs> the bed is comfortable. The room is the perfect temperature. This is maybe the most comfortable bed pillow situation that you've ever slept in. Would you just kill me already? I I know it's coming. And sleep finds you almost immediately. Fuck off. (laughs) And a dream. All I can picture is someone sneaking into your room with like a warm cup of water to dip your hands in. (laughs) If that happens, I'm leaving this table. (laughs) That would be amazing. Um, I'm just thinking about, like, who's probably going to be here and be like, <laughs> let's get him. Let's ruin his reputation. He pees the bed. <laughs> <laughs> but a dream Fucking finds works. you. You're back in that throne room, the strange, opulent room where you first met Adria. But this time she doesn't seem to be here. I'd like for you to roll me a perception check or insight. We're doing sort of like a vibe check. Vibe check. I like vibe, vibe check. check. Where's my modifiers? 15. I can't math, apparently. All right. Oh, and we have this map that we used the last time we were here. I'll be posting it on social media again for everybody to see. It's made by Fungin. Thank you. He's amazing. Yes, he is. Um, But, Char. All right, now back to the murder. <laughs> <laughs> this throne room is basically as it was, but that dark purple tendril that seems to be leaking in from the back corner seems to be increasing since last time they're writhing and you get this feeling that they're observing you waiting for you to do something but other than that you don't sense any other presences in the room is the window still there or is it covered by the tendrils the window's still there i'm gonna take a look outside okay see, see what i can see okay you take a look outside and everything seems to be as it was the last time this barren no greenery, gray sky, dead sort of world. I'm going to, uh, do I see anything like blood splattered anywhere, like on the floor? Roll me an investigation check. Much better. I think it's it's going to be better, but investigation. 17 plus zero. Okay. You start walking around the room trying to see if there's any blood, if there are any tracks, if anything is different. And the only thing you notice is where the throne sits on top of the raised platform. You see that 
black substance that you saw leaking from Zem's eyes last time, it seems to be stuck to the throne. It's it's dried a bit. You kind of touch it with your finger. It, it flakes. And you look up towards the statue behind the throne, and you see that the woman who is there, who we've drawn a connection between her and the woman who Zem saw in her dream asleep in that cavern when she first met Adria. She, Her eyes are still skyward. Nothing about her positioning has changed, but you see from her eyes leaking what looks to be blood. Leaking blood? Yeah. Is it like fresh blood? Like it's still dripping? Yeah, it dripping? looks like it's dripping. And does shark. Look, in does this, the statue look wounded at all anywhere? Or nope. is it pretty pristine? Yeah, the statue itself does not seem to have changed since last time, other than the strange blood leaking from its eyes. And in this moment, Char, I need you to roll me a perception check with disadvantage. Because you are asleep. Don't fuck me. It fucked me. <laughs> uh, oh, that's unfortunate. 13. Uh, they rolled a nat 20. I saw that. We're going to swap over to Zem here for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Zem, you hear the knob on the door turn. Um, Okay, so the two rooms, first of all, I feel like I need to acknowledge my stomach, which is making a guest appearance at the moment. (laughs) Um, Dude. Anyway, the two rooms, are they connected? No. Um... Okay, so I want to try to – I hear the door open. You just hear the knob turn. And honestly, they rolled a nat 20. You probably shouldn't have heard that. But I said you heard it last time, so you can hear it. Oh, that's what you meant by – I got it now. (laughs) Yeah. I – I want to give it a minute, but I want to try to stealthily, um, like, peek out my door. But our rooms are right next to each other, so I'm afraid of, like, alerting. So I don't know if, mm, like, do the doors open in? Do they open out? Like, They I, open out for fire safety reasons. You're such an <laughs> asshole. I need that on a shirt still, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Yes. laughs> I mean, like fire safety they should open in anyway but sure no they open out so when people are running you knock other people out when you fling the door open yeah, yeah like that yeah that's that's <laughs> not how that goes it's all the, doors it's the open outside. Yeah, outside doors building. it's fine it's fine it's fine uh okay um so, I know the law. <laughs> so the door opens out it can open in. I don't care. Oh, well, I, I'm just I'm just saying like I'm not really sure exactly no you're how right inside do doors do open in so we'll say this opens in um I, I want to try to stealth and, like, see if I can get a peek. Okay. Roll me a stealth check. I'm <laughs> going to be using my <laughs> my portents because I rolled a 7. Um, so it's going to be a dirty 20 because I'm using my 19. Damn. All right. So, Zem, you walk up to the door. You slowly open it. And you peek your head out into the hallway. And you can see the door to Char's room is not latched the whole way. Okay. But there's no one in the hall. But there's nobody in the hall. At the same time, this might be it, Char. Any last words? Fuck off. (laughs) Uh, 
Yeah, that, that'll hit. That's going to be a 21 to hit. Uh, yeah. Does have sneak attack. That's a really good roll. That is 22 points of piercing damage. That hurt a lot. Do I hear that? Yeah, Shar, what is your reaction in this moment? What the fuck? Am I still stuck in a dream? Is this like a Freddy Cougar situation? No, Kruger, you're... Cougar <laughs> situation? Jeez, you... my country accent's back with a fucking fury. <laughs> you stare up at the statue, and you're watching the the blood start to drip down, and it gets to the, the chin of the statue and starts to drip, and you hold out your hand for it, and just as it hits your hand, you feel this stabbing sensation in your chest. <laughs> Your eyes fly open, and you see standing next to your bed is Reese, the woman from the meeting. Oh, she's going to die. Zem, you hear Shar scream, basically. All right, so I'm I'm done with the stealth, um, and I'm going—okay, wait. I want to sneak up on her, kind of. I want to hit her with a witch bolt, and I'm going to— um, I'm going to third level witch bolt her. All right. Go for but it. But before I roll, before I do anything else, I need to say that I don't want to kill her, but I do want to take her all the way down to zero. I want to take or like her one. Leg. I want to take her down to one, I guess. I don't know. Like, I want to knock her out and hurt her real bad. Remove all her right. leg. Roll. Dude, these dice are balls. Um, I'm going to use... Yeah, I'm going to use sorry. the other one, my 17 plus 6 hits, so 23. Yeah, that'll hit. All right, so 3d12. That is a 21 damage. Woof. Okay. She screams and turns around towards you. I'm in the doorway. I didn't come further than the doorway. Yeah, and her hand is still on the blade in Shar's chest. She whips around towards you, and I need you to roll initiative. Ten. Fourteen. Zem, that means you are first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so roll some more of this tasty witch bolt. Okay, uh, it's a nine. All right. I don't know if I need to say it every time, but again, I'm not trying to actually kill her. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I okay. get what you're saying. Okay. So you continue this connection and you shock her again. And Shar, you can feel her hand like tensing up on the dagger that's in your chest. Next is her turn. She grabs another dagger out of her side. And this dagger... Looks to be, Char, you're close enough to see there's, like, something dripping off of it. That's not good. And she throws it towards you, Zem. Uh, 22 to hit. Fucking shit. I'll, I'll. Does that. Will that even help I'm you? actually not shielding. I'm going to silvery barbs. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's a nine to hit. So <laughs> this thing is coming right <laughs> through your head, Zem, and you quickly just, like, shift time ever so slightly, and it sticks in the door next to you, and you see that there's this green, <laughs> viscous something that just slowly runs down the wall. I'm going to wink at her. 
<laughs> and uh, do that. She takes the the dagger that's in Shar's <laughs> chest and she lifts it up and she strikes down at him again. That's a twelve to hit. That does nope. not hit. Grab the hand, just shove it into the pillow for the dagger. So with that, she you see her look towards the window and she runs toward the window of the room. How hard how hurt is she looking? She's still all right. So does not look bad at all. Not really, no. But she did just leave your um your space, Shar, so you could opportunity attack her while she tries to run. I mean, I'm going to, but I don't think that's going to hit. Four plus six? Nope. Ten does not hit. It seems like she's going to be jumping for the window. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, she has to get the window open, but she it looks like she's trying to escape now. And she does not look hurt at all. I mean, she's she's hurt, but she's not like... She's not, like, dying. I am going to cast a second-level sleep spell. All right. Roll. Roll and pray. <laughs> Trust me. I'm trying. <laughs> I see a couple eights, a couple eights. 34. Oh, it's so close. No! It's so close. Do you want—I'll let you use your re-roll on this if you want your inspiration. <laughs> I can't re—I'll be honest. I'm not going to roll that high again. That is four eights. Yeah, it's, it's really good. So you can't re-roll just one of them? Like the low one? <laughs> I, would, I would re-roll my one. Go ahead. Ro- re-roll the one. See if you get there. Roll another one. All right. So, Char, you reach out towards her casting the sleep spell. And you both see her stumble a bit while she's running, but she catches herself on the windowsill. Does not fall asleep. Char, you still have your bonus action and your movement. Although you are prone, so you only have half your movement. Okay, so I have 20 feet of movement. You can still get to the window. It's not that far. It's not a big room. I'm going to, like, stand up, jump off the bed, like, straight up, like, you bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, do it. Figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 16 to hit. 16 does hit. Uh, Hands of harm. I'm pissed now. <laughs> if I have six damage on the unarmed strike and six necrotic damage. Woof, that's a lot of necrotic damage. All right, she whirls to face you. Uh, that is a new turn. Zem. Can I twin spell if I'm already connected or nah? No. Okay. Um, <clears throat> okay. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and continue to witch bolt her. That is a six. All right. This time she kind of like winces. And you, Shar, you see the veins like standing out in her neck. Okay. It is her turn. She is going to try to shove you back away from her, Shar. I need you to roll me either athletics or acrobatics. 22. That is a 24. She rolled a natural 18. So she shoves you, Char, and you only stumble like a step back. And then she whirls around and throws the window open, and she dives out the window. It's your turn, Char. What are you doing? On the way down, second level sleep spell. She is going to take some damage from diving out the window. That's six. And you are also going out the window? I'm, I got 90 feet on sleep. 
Okay. So. Roll it. Roll it. You You got this. Please. I believe I in you. I need this to work, you son of a bitch. 35. So she hits the ground. You see her tweak her ankle a little bit. She reaches down and grabs it, and she goes to take a step. You cast sleep again, and she just drops. Hits the ground. How long is she asleep for? It is, hold on, one minute. All right. So I'm also going to be going out the window. <laughs> All right. You jump out the window. Before I do, though, I'm going to grab some rope. Okay. I'm going to run down to the lobby. I'm taking the other way. I'm not going out the window, so I'm losing my connection. That's fine. Um, well, you don't want to hit her while she's asleep anyway, so. And I'm I'm going to hopefully pass by an employee, and I'm going to say, like, get— um, Terio? Yep. And, like, like, I'm screaming it. And, like, I didn't touch the dagger or nothing. Like, I, I left everything how it was. Okay. Perfect. Shar, uh, do you have slow fall yet? I don't think you do. No. No, I do not. All right. Then roll me a an acrobatics check. Get it together. 21. Okay. You will take half of this. That's three. <laughs> because I keep rolling sixes. <laughs> Apparently your fall damage is just maxed at this point. It's just max. Everybody takes max fall damage. <laughs> uh, you know what? That actually sounds like it should be correct. Yeah, I mean, it does. It does. So you jump out the window. You rush over to her. I'm assuming you're trying to tie her up. You don't have to roll a check. She's asleep. I'm not going to make you roll anything to do this. You can do it well. Uh, Zem. Had practice, have you? (laughs) (laughs) Zem, when you're running through the lobby of the hotel, the night auditor, I don't know. I think that's what they're called in real life now. I'm going to say that's what they're called in this world, too. It's like a very, like, vigilante accountant. (laughs) That's like a thing. A vigilante what? accountant, man. No, I this is my favorite thing. Listen, everybody, uh, you know, go on social media, find <laughs> Zem and Shar and tweet at them about night auditors because it's a real thing. Um <laughs> anyway, they're at the desk. They've heard the commotion upstairs, and uh the the woman kind of like looks out towards you. Is that everything okay? What's happening? Uh no. Uh, someone has broken into one of your rooms and attacked one of your patrons, um, who, by the way, is a guest of shit. Rena Alhari. Rena. I always want to say Rena. I don't know why. Rena, who's a guest of Rena. You see the the color sort of drain from her face a little bit, and she's like, "Ah, oh, we'll get the guards. We'll get the guards. Mm-hmm. And a healer." We'll get a healer and the guards. Uh, And she turns around, and you see her pick up an object from the table behind her that looks like a rock. And she starts speaking into it. But you're running outside. When you get outside to where Shar is, Shar has just finished tying up. (laughs) Straight up just sitting on top. What's up? (laughs) Um, And I'm readying um, in case I need to attack her with another witch bolt, but I'm not just straight up attacking. Uh, I'm going to... Do a quick pat down. If see if there's any more poison daggers or darts she can try to like cut through the ropes with. Yeah, I mean, you pull her cloak aside and you see that she has one of those like bandoliers. Oh fucking god! And there are just multiple daggers like stuffed in there. Uh, where they are now, you it's hard to tell which ones are poison and which ones aren't. But if you I'm take pulling them all off, yeah, when you just take start... the bandolier off, yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah. the whole yeah. bandolier's coming off. You pull it off of her. 
And you notice that it's like two different sides. The one side, her left side, has three daggers left that are not poisoned. The other side, her right side, has three daggers left that are poisoned. Uh, I'm checking her, like, wrists, like, any, like, hidden blade that she can, like, kind of, like, quickly get at in case, like, something happens or, like, a lockpick or something. Okay. I'm just, like, full pat down making sure we're okay. You do notice that she has a set of lockpicks in, like, a little wrap that's around her wrist. Oh, I'm taking that. Yeah, we're, I'm picking that up. I'm actually uh-huh. going to pocket that. Okay. <laughs> yep. Okay. Because I broke my last <laughs> <laughs> She stabbed you in the chest. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she Is owes there anything you else, like, um, gold, um, anything, like, hidden blades, like, in, in like, her shoes or no, something? No, it's interesting. You notice that there's literally nothing else on her. It's like she came here with a single purpose. Interesting. Um, At this point, you've been searching her for a bit, tied her up and stuff. It only lasts for a minute, so she starts to wake up a little bit. Sup? I'm going to slap her across the face. <laughs> Straight up as soon as she gets up. Like, I, she, I don't care. Like, she opens her eyes and she goes to move, and then you just— The disrespect is what I'm going for. The disrespect. All right. So— she goes to try to move, and she looks up at you. Her eyes are wide, but there's still this note of just, like, anger and hatred there. And you smack her across the face. You would have advantage because she's restrained. That's a natural 20. So four plus four plus two. And she does. <laughs> no. And that's really funny if that's how that happened. <laughs> she screams, and she, like, tries to move her hands up to, like, block her face or to comfort her face you're not sure whatever but she can't and she's just like just let me go I'm gonna use Domiturgy to turn my eyes black sup just untie me now you're not going anywhere sweet cheeks you're gonna stay right there what she said and I'm just gonna just sit on top of her (laughs) (laughs) she's like Isn't it enough that I'm already tied up? No. Can you hand me my med bag, please? Thank you. He's going to start patching up where she stabbed him. (laughs) Okay. So Char starts healing himself. You need to remain pitiful looking. Don't do that. I called a healer. (laughs) Just going to look at the, the wound and look at you. Yeah. I mean, put pressure on it, whatever, but like. Okay. <laughs> He's going to start putting pressure on it without using the healer's kit. Are you guys going to talk to her or do anything else until help arrives? What exactly were you hoping to accomplish here? I would think that would be fairly obvious. Beyond the immediate asshole. I was trying to kill your friend. That's the immediate. That's it. That was the whole goal. So he dies and then what? I don't know. I feel a little better. Girl, you are more messed up than I am. That's that's a lot. <laughs> We're pretty fucked up. Listen, I wasn't the one telling lies in front of the second. He's going to get real close to her face. Just like, I want you to look me in the eye. I didn't lie. Sorry if that offends you. I would like for you to roll me persuasion, but with disadvantage because she is so far gone mentally. Can I add a guidance in there? 
Yeah, that's what I thought. Three. That's with advantage because I have a negative modifier. (laughs) (laughs) She, you get up close to her face and you say that and she spits in your face. Another slap. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Five. She's... She does not look good at all. You Other slap cheek. her, and she like she falls backwards, and she's just laying there. I want to detect thoughts on her. Okay, so with detect thoughts, you immediately you learn the surface level stuff, and then you have to make the thing if you try to go deeper, right? Yeah. So she has to make a wisdom save. Also, in between all the slaps, I'm going to cast cure wounds so that she it's not like we've hurt her too much. She took a really bad fall out. <laughs> you the don't. Window. She, she's okay right now. Don't don't waste your spell yet. If you slap her again, <laughs> you probably should. It's going to be coming up because <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so no, so you do you learn the uh, surface level stuff mm-hmm. and then, but you are going deeper. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a two. Uh so initially, when you cast the detect thoughts spell, what does it look like when you do it, Sam? Um, I'm going to close my eyes and go very still. Um, so what I'm doing is trying to picture a connection, and I don't know what it looks like because I close my eyes. So like, I don't know if there's like a something visible to anyone else, but in my mind, what's happening is like almost the same current as when I cast Witch Bolt, but softer, a lot softer. Um, More um, water than electricity, if that makes sense, in in the way it flows. Connecting from me um, to her. Okay. And just going like like third eye location to third eye, eye location kind of thing. Okay. And it just sort of like weaves its way out from me and then tries to connect. Okay. So I will say that nobody else sees this tether. It's like a manifestation in your mind how you visualize a spell going. But Shar, you do notice Zem close her eyes and seem to start focusing outside of what's actually happening around you. And Zem, what you see immediately on the surface is just like anger, hatred. She's... You can tell, like, she's already thinking about how she's going to get out and how she'll do this again. Like, she definitely has plans to keep going. You push a little harder, and you start getting flashes of memories, things that are motivating her to do these things. You see her whenever she's little, and you see what you presume is a younger version of the woman from the Midway Tavern all those days ago. Um, And they're playing together and talking. And then you flash forward to when they're teenagers and they're starting to train for the guard. And then you see them a little older whenever they're like young adults, maybe around, you know, what would look like 20 to us, even though they're elves, so they might be a little older. But you see them like running through the forest together. You see them hunting together. You see them, you know, doing practice, um, What's it called? Target practice together. You see all these things, and underneath all that anger and hatred on the surface, you just see this like overwhelming sadness. And I'm gonna I'm gonna have her roll one more time. 
So just as you're starting to peer into, what is your save? 14. Okay, I, that's what I thought. Just as you're you're probing that sadness a little bit, you get a flash of like, like she understands, like she, there's doubt there. She's, she's fairly certain. She doesn't want to accept, but there is a seed of doubt in her mind. She does think maybe her sister did this and you are then expelled out of these memories. Okay. I'm going to open my eyes. Is she looking at me? She is. She still, she hasn't sat back up. She has her head turned towards you and you just see her Roll me an insight check. 17. She looks confused. It's almost like she understands that there may have been something, a spell cast on her, but she's not sure what, and she's assuming it came from you. She looks angry. At this point, you start to hear the sound of people a little ways off, maybe a block away, that are jogging in some sort of, like, heavy boots so you can hear the thudding. You have a couple seconds before the guards get here. Anything else you'd like to do? I'm I'm going to say to her, I understand fear and sadness well and betrayal, but you need to do yourself a favor and figure out some truths on your own and stop defending so hard. Okay. What I'm doing, as soon as the guards get there, I'm casting Detect Magic because I do not trust that she does not have some people with her in some way, shape, and or form. And I'm being excruciatingly cautious if it's not uh, Toriel. Okay. You cast Detect Magic. And just as the guards make it there, it goes off. You don't notice any magical items on anyone except for Turiel. And he appears to have um, something in his pocket that is evocation magic. And his weapon seems to be magically altered in some way. Is it like a short sword or just like a dagger? Yeah, it's a short sword. He comes jogging up and he's like... Oh, Reese, why? And she just, she has like a smile on her face and she's like, I'm kind of shocked that you guys didn't just take me in after that last meeting. And he's like, we had hoped that you would come to your senses. And he looks over towards the guards and he's just like, take her to the station. And I'm going to make an insight check on both the guards. I just, I want to see. Okay. Roll your insight. Uh, 18. Yeah, there's nothing off about them. They look a little tired because they must have been woken up from their post or dozing at their post. You're not sure. But they come over and they gesture for you to move because you're still sitting oh, on yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hand the lavaliers specifically to Torio. Mm, okay. She's just, he, Torio looks down. He's just like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry about this. We feared she might do something, but not, not something like this. And the two guards grab her and start to drag her away. And she's refusing to use her own feet. So they're literally lifting her and like dragging her and her head's down. She's just gone like dead weight. 
She's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Well, Tariel's like, yeah, yeah. You know, she was one of my best guards, and now she is the biggest thorn in my side, and I don't think I can protect her this time. She's clearly suffering. Yeah, but she won't accept help from anybody. I know the feeling. I'm sorry. Uh, the medics take our taking a little bit long and then he says that and you know like a like a doctor with a med kit (laughs) comes running over to you (laughs) and uh they are like oh just sit down sit down sit and they have you sit down and they start bandaging little pinch (laughs) yeah it's just a little pinch (laughs) (laughs) son of a bitch (laughs) you're going to heal for what is that 17 Jesus. Um, but this takes a while. They're kind of, they're cleaning out the wound, which hurts, and they're stitching the wound, which hurts, and then they're bandaging the wound, which hurts. <laughs> and you're like, man, magic hurts way less. <laughs> Good idea, Zem, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> the entire time they're stitching him, he just looks over at you just like, why the fuck? <laughs> He, like, takes part of his cloak and, like, bites into it. Do you remember when she said there were so many more advancements in technology (laughs) in medicine? (laughs) So you can (laughs) insta-heal. Or take 30 minutes. Toriel's like, um, I, are you both going to be okay the rest of the night? Do you want me to station guards outside? I mean, you should be fine because she's now in jail, but. If it would make you feel better, I can get some guards posted. Does she have any colleagues in the city? I mean, she had friends, but most of them can't deal with her anymore because of, you know, the crazy. So her sister wasn't alone when we came across her all all that time ago. Yeah. Who was that person? We don't know. Was that an elf? No, the the man was a human man. Okay, all right. We don't know. Uh, Aridel was one of the guards who was tasked to um, take perimeter watches. She could have been meeting with this person while she was doing watches for months prior. We don't know how she met them or how this all came about, but why she did it. I just um not sure if that person if the two of them acted together just the two of them or if there's more of a plot. So You mean the you mean Aridel and that man? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I we don't know. We have no idea who he is. As a matter of fact, we didn't even know that there was a man involved until we heard the reports of her being sighted south of the city with a man. Mm. Okay. Well. We'll stop by the station tomorrow to iron any details out if you need it. Yeah, that would be great. We'll need to get a statement and... 
How how well made are those daggers, or are they just normal daggers? They're good daggers. There's one in the door upstairs. I'm going to pretend I didn't. (laughs) We don't know about that one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yeah. Um, I'll take these for evidence. You guys can give your report tomorrow. Um, There's also one stuck in the bed. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, uh, I will send over some guards just to watch, just to be safe. And I'll see you tomorrow morning at the station. Thank you. Okay. Okay. He puts his hand on your shoulder, Char, and gives it a squeeze and just sort of, (laughs) sorry, sorry, sorry. And he leaves. Why does healing hurt? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, and I really don't understand them thinking that they're more advanced. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you should show them what you can do. Char goes into the night auditor. Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> the night auditor sees your giant bandage and they're like, uh, I don't know if you should do I've heard that drinking alcohol when you're bleeding is a bad idea. I'll get it, though. <laughs> Based on the crazy look that he gave her. Uh, she turns around and she gets a bottle of wine and she hands it over to you. How much is the bottle of wine? Uh, after everything that's happened, no charge. Just free thanks he like flips the cork off, cork off just <laughs> catches it midair chugs a little bit passes it over to zeb if she wants any i'll take a swig just a quick one and hand it back it's a good thing i was up yep yes it was are you gonna be okay oh yeah 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 i'm fine shark says very hesitantly you do not have to have a high insight roll to know that he is not sure. <laughs> um, are you do you think we should share a room or are you okay to have separate rooms? I think I'm okay to have separate rooms, but I'm moving the dresser in front of the door this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's hope there's not a fire. Apparently that's a big worry in this campaign. It is now. (laughs) It was one episode 30 episodes ago. Just wait. I've been priming you guys for a fire this whole time. (laughs) I will jump out the window again. (laughs) Do not try me. All right. So you head upstairs. There is the dagger still stuck in the doorframe. If one of you wants to take that one. Uh, the poison that is coating the blade only lasts for about an hour. So unless somebody else attacks you in the next hour or you want to go murder somebody in the next hour, uh, it probably won't be a poison dagger anymore. And then there is the other dagger that she left stuck in the bed. So he's just going to kind of throw him on the dresser and just sit down on the floor like and meditate a little bit. He's going to try to commune with Amara. Okay. But I don't think it's going to work, but it's just something that he needs to comfort himself. Roll me a wisdom check. Uh, just a straight wisdom. Yep. Uh, nine. You're sitting down, focusing, trying to meditate, trying to get some sort of a connection with Amara. And the last time you tried this here, there was like a staticky, sort of like you could almost feel her presence maybe. But this time there's nothing. And you're not sure if it's only because of the whatever blind is making this happen or if it's because you are like not in a good place to be trying to meditate right now but you can't seem to get any sort of a connection and it leaves you feeling kind of 
empty. Probably falls asleep in meditation position. Just <laughs> <laughs> Zem, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to go in and shut the door. I'm going to set alarm. Um, I'm going to get changed and climb into bed. And just as I'm drifting off to sleep, I'm going to remember the messages and like get this big grin, like goofy grin on my face and then fall asleep. I'm glad somebody had a good time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the two of you eventually get some sleep for the night. No more assassins show up. And that is where we're going to end this episode. Cut. That's a wrap. Well, that went about as I thought it was going to, to be honest. If Zem had gotten hit by that poison dagger, it might have been able to KO her in one. Uh, it would have had to be a really high roll, but it might have been able to do it. We did enough damage that when you were like, yeah, she looks fine, I was like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. that's why I'm just like... <laughs> Hey guys, sorry for the short episode this week. Uh, We got some stuff coming up and there's going to be some big reveals coming up in the next three or four episodes. So look forward to that. Now you can check us out on our Patreon at slaythestars.com. We have a section of links to all of our Twitter, our Instagram, our Patreon, our Redbubble, where you can buy all of our merchandise. So go on and get yourself a Slay the Stars coffee mug. what What else do we have on there, by the way? We got the Try Me Ho sticker with all the flowers around it. We have the Slay the Stars logo, uh, the Realm of the Garden sticker that we're <laughs> we got ready for young Aaron, uh, the Zem pendant, the Shar pendant, and uh, and just between you and me, I know that Jen is working. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I won't talk. I swear. Our theme music was created by the incredibly talented Isaac Viers. Our character art, found on SlayTheStars.com, was created by the wonderful Cam Gonzalez. Slay the Stars is made possible by the audio engineering wizardry of Arthur Polino, graphic artistry of Jen Kearney, and the production wisdom of me, Leah Hemrick. Thanks for listening, and as always, Persomnia ad Astra.